and welcome back to Declassified Cheat Codes Podcast, your source for the newest news in gaming and other random BS. Uh, I am one of your hosts from the Internet Sensation YouTube channel. Good games, good vibes. Hill House, how you doing? <laughs> and I'm Josiah from Caterpie Mom Plays, former UFC champion. Whew. I'm glad we're in different houses. <laughs> I wouldn't want to get but, uh, uh, my ass kicked. So anyway, um, welcome back to the show. Um, welcome back, uh, continued listeners. And um, thanks for tuning in. Uh, if you're a new listener, welcome. Um, this is the show where we talk about gaming news and other random bullshit. And we usually struggle to ta- stay on topic, but... Um, this week, we're probably going to try to stay on topic a little bit because uh, we do have some larger discussions uh, in this episode, mainly because we recorded an episode not too long ago, and there's actually not much news since our last episode. Yeah. So yeah. since we probably only have played games one or two nights since then, uh, let's just jump into the news and talk about some of yeah. the stuff we found. You yeah, know? man. Okay, so the first thing in news I have this week is um, Last of Us 2, their Twitter account turned off comments um, oh, wow. basically because they didn't want people spoiling the game because the whole game's been leaked. So when they're trying to tease little things for people who don't want the game, you know, completely spoiled for them, they don't want the comment section to be 100% full of like gifts and, um, you know, major plot points just spoiled immediately. So they probably did the smart thing by turning off comments and, um, and I'll be turning off my phone. I'm sorry for that. (laughs) (laughs) It does make me wonder if, um, they're going to turn off the comments for the like streams of the game when they're actually doing like uh, live demos to get people hyped for the release. Um, Yeah. It would make sense to also turn off comments for that because the spoilers are, are really present out there. I've been able to avoid them, so that's cool. But um, I do know it would be very easy to run across spoilers when you're searching for things to do with Last of Us 2. So be careful still out there. Uh, it's not released yet, so we're in the home stretch, though. If you're try- trying to make it to release. Um, I did read a story actually about the last of us two where this guy got uh he got a survivor mode key uh he's because he's a reporter in order to uh test Mm -hmm. out the game for them and he played it all the way through and the only thing he was allowed to talk about was this one small section of the game and he said flat out that uh he's gonna have to recover um from the ass pain that he has because he was sitting on the edge of his seat the entire time (laughs) in this game. So I know a lot of people who love this game, including yourself are, are probably going to be extremely happy from everything that I've been hearing. So I think it's awesome that, you know, because they did delay it a few times, right? Right. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. so well worth it. Uh, obviously, that's the uh, that's the meta that these freaking you know companies should be taking when producing these games is take your sweet time, man, because you're going to make so much more money off of that game and probably the next one because people are going to be looking forward to what to what you're going to come up with next compared to what you just gave them, especially if it's something that's going to be as epic as this. Yeah, definitely. It's I'm really glad that the first game was not spoiled for me because there was some stuff that would have been very easily spoiled. Yeah. I'm surprised it didn't spoil for me. Uh, so this game would be really cool if I could make it before spoiling. So um, I appreciate The Last of Us 2 actually thinking ahead about that. Uh, I am surprised that they're not doing more to try to combat that. It's more of like, it feels like they've kind of accepted the fact that it's, been leaked so anyone that wants spoilers can easily find it but i think they are trying to protect the people that don't want spoilers it's not them trying to protect the brand or the game um i don't think it's that they think you're going to be disappointed i think they're actually honestly just trying to protect the people that honestly don't want to see spoilers yeah you know yeah i agree i agree it's a good move it's a really good move yeah so commend naughty dog for that really cool um also, we got announced this week that a majority of PlayStation 4 games are going to be backwards compatible on the PlayStation 5. So this is good news. Um, this is something that was not available for the previous generation, backwards compatibility. Uh, it is interesting that they did not say 100% of PlayStation 4. So I'm wondering if there's a team of people that are working on making those games backwards compatible right now because... Being a majority and saying that it's not honestly just all of the PlayStation 4 games means that there is some team that's actually making sure these games can work on a newer platform. So that that's crazy because we're talking hundreds to thousands of games, you know. Yeah. So yeah. This that's gonna be crazy to have a majority of the games, and it's not just flat out all games. So yeah. Um, really cool news on that. I will add that there was a rumor from a Turkish retailer, which I don't know the name of, because the article that I was reading about it didn't even list the name of it, so I guess it's not a retailer we would know. A Turkish retailer was basically saying that it had been confirmed to them that the PlayStation 5 would be backwards compatible with all PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3, and PlayStation 4 games. Now, that would be really cool, but obviously it already has a hole in the logic because it says all PlayStation 4 and Sony has already come out and said majority. So I I really would I would love if it could play PlayStation 2 through PlayStation 4, but uh I really highly doubt that that's going to do that because yeah. They would have already announced that. <laughs> well, I did read too that uh with the PlayStation 5 um that they are also going to have only exclusive games to the PlayStation five that you cannot, they will not be compatible at all. They won't make any compatible versions of it for the PlayStation four and lower. So there's going to be a few games that are going to be coming out with PlayStation uh, with the new console that you, you have to have the new console to play it. That's just all there is to it. I mean, it's going to be backward compatible for several games and Xbox is claiming they're going to be backwards compatible for basically everything. But uh, unfortunately, you know, it, it's going to be that way with both of them. You know, they're going to have new games that come out that are only available on that series that you can only play on that series. 
So, yeah. Right. At some point, it'll be a waste of the developer's money to make a downgraded version of the game. Oh, yeah. For the previous console when the sales, you know, just won't really make them enough money to yes. make it worth it. You get what I'm saying? So, they're going to do their lower so, rated games. Probably they'll make some versions of those because it'll be more cost effective. And then. You know, eventually nobody's going to have a PS4. You know, it's going to be, well, they're going to have them. Right. But it's going to be, you know. They're not going to be using them. Yeah. There's <laughs> not going to be any updates or anything like that. Yeah. It'll be sitting on a wall somewhere next to your Nintendo. You know, so yeah. Yeah, definitely. And that's basically the news that I got this week. <laughs> well, I don't have much more than that. Actually, um, I do have a few stories. Uh, just a couple yeah. of real quick ones. Um, now, Minecraft uh, Dungeons. Uh, we all know that that just happened. That just come out. And it's gotten a lot of really good uh, uh, reviews, actually. It's been pretty well received. Um, it's kind of, you know, it's Minecraft with a Diablo-style kind of gameplay. Um the only real big uh, uh, complaint that I've seen about this game is that it's just too short um, and that you can't play with your friends from other platforms. So what they're doing is they're going to be doing a couple of new uh, DLCs. Uh, first one is going to come out. It's going to be called The Jungle Awakens. This is going to come out in July. It adds three new stages, new weapons, armor, and artifacts that you can go find. And uh, there's going to be some new enemies, etc. Now, uh, it's basically with these, uh, there's going to be two upcoming DLC packs. It's going to, uh, it's going to double the size of the base game, basically. Um, so that's kind of cool. Uh, they're going to be doing that one. The second one is called creeping winter. And obviously that's probably going to be coming towards, you know, holiday time. Uh, it's saying that it's, everything's going to be covered in snow. So I'm assuming that that's probably going to be anywhere between um, since this first one's coming out in July. The second one's probably going to be around October to uh, December uh, holiday, you know, the holiday drop. Um, it's kind of the same kind of uh, 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 rumors that I'm hearing about some of these uh, about some of the consoles too, where they're talking about holiday drop, not Thanksgiving, like they've rumored about uh, some of the other stuff, but a holiday drop. So you're going to have two new downloads. It's going to double the size of the game. Uh, that's going to be kind of cool. Now, eventually what they're talking about is they're talking about working on adding some cross-platform multiplayer to the game. Um, it was on some of the FAQs on one of its websites. Uh, now it lets Nintendo switch Xbox one and PS4 play together on Minecraft. So, they can also go ahead and put this over, but they haven't done it yet. They said that their goal is to let everybody play together regardless of platform and that they're looking forward to enabling cross-platform play in a future free game update. So it's not supported yet in Minecraft Dungeons, but it's going to be supported. I'm assuming, I honestly think it's probably going to come with this first uh, DLC just because they want to, uh, they want to pump it up. And I think uh, doing cross-platform with that is probably a good way to do it. So uh, that's what's happening with Minecraft Dungeons. Uh, I thought it was a corny little idea when I first saw that this game was coming out, but it's doing pretty good. And, you know, Minecraft kind of has that following that uh, I think that Fortnite I meant to check it out last has. week. I just ran out of time because I was trying to finish that battle pass. In, oh, yeah. Uh, Modern Warfare. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I will check it out this week. I, I literally wanted to play it last week, but yeah. I just I wasn't really available to play it. 
Oh yeah. And I, and see, that's, that's, yeah, I know you're one of the people that, that does like that game. I tried to play Minecraft. It wasn't for me, <laughs> but I mean, I like watching it. I actually like watching other people play it. I just don't enjoy it myself, but uh, yeah, I think it's going to be kind of cool to see what your, um, your opinion is of the uh, 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 Minecraft yeah, Dungeons uh, and, the, and the new too. DLCs. <laughs> What's up? I'm interested in how I feel about it too. I, I won't, <laughs> I don't know yet. It should be fun though. Uh, next story I want to go through is uh, this is for you PC gamers and it's talking about the, well, everybody actually. Um, I don't know. Have you been trying to install the new, uh, the May 2020 update for Windows 10? Have you seen any um, problems with this? No. Well, basically what's happening is I haven't been able to install it. It says that my, um, it keeps telling me that um, that uh, it isn't quite ready yet, that I'm having uh, 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 a compatibility issue. Uh, the, saying that my yes, device isn't before, quite ready for it. Recently. And then once my device yeah. is ready, you'll see the update available on this page. So it's, it's happening to a lot of people. So basically what's happening is Microsoft is going to go ahead and they're going to block that May 2020 update. Um, but don't worry about it. They said, you know, your computer's still going to be running fine, you know, with the updates that it has right now. Uh, it just makes a lot of people wonder what is it that's not good? You know, if, you know, am I sitting on a, a three-year-old PC that I'm not going to be able to put this update on because it's not compatible with the, the uh, gear that I have inside of it. Um, they're kind of being vague. They're not offering any specific details on any, you know, pieces of hardware that may not be compatible. Um, but, you know, they're the only ones that know what's happening. They're the only ones that are going to be able to tell us what it is. Uh, but with that being said, you know, what they've been doing is there's only certain uh, they kind of like uh, if you have to register your email when you when you get the uh, uh, when you turn on Windows 10 for the first time on your PC. So you're going to get, you know, automatic updates and stuff like that. So there's only so many uh, PCs that they're allowing to update at one time. And I think what they're doing with this is kind of like what we're seeing these game developers do, where they're slowly rolling this stuff out. They're testing everything for bugs and um, even on the first day that they put this out, they said that they were investigating several known issues with the release. So doing it the way they're doing it, we're only a, a you know, certain number of people in certain areas, instead of blasting everybody all at once, get the update. And then they kind of figure out the bugs and, you know, it's kind of like a, a slow roll beta test. that's going to go into the normal drop. I, that's kind of how it feels to me, but I believe they did this with the last two updates too, where they only had the big major updates where they only had certain PCs that were, that were getting it at once. And uh, actually I think it was the approach they took to their first windows 10 up uh, their first windows 10 drop where um, only a certain amount mm -hmm. of people were being able to install it at one time. So I don't know. It's a good approach. Uh, there's something that's going on with it, though. So obviously they're working on that issue. Uh, it's Microsoft. I'm pretty sure they know their game. So chill out. It'll be OK. And uh, you're still able to play your games on your PC. Now, let's get on to some better stuff. Uh, I've got a good piece of news here. Um, Sonic uh, the Hedgehog is already um, working on a sequel. And this was actually uh, uh what is that called? Um, verified two days ago. 
on, uh, or what's today? Today's the first. So it was actually uh, three or four days ago on the 28th, uh, where Jeff Fowler, the director of uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, the first movie that did really good, by the way, um, he confirmed that he is going to be directing the second one. He put out a twit, tweet that said round two with the blue twit. And he had a, uh, a copy of uh, a report from Variety magazine where they were uh, reporting on the uh, development of the movie. So it's not clear when it's going to be released, but Jeff Fowler, the director is coming out and it says here that Pat Casey and Josh Mitchell, who were the, or Miller, who were the screenwriters are also returning to the sequel. Um, it is not confirmed if uh, Jim Carrey is going to return as Dr. Robotnik or if Ben Schwartz is going to be back as the voice of Sonic. But it's probably a pretty good bet that they will be because, I mean, the movie did 70 million in its first four days in theaters. So I don't think that they're going to have much of a problem with the second one. Yeah. Especially since they're not going to have the first controversy that they had, you know, in the uh, in the beginning. And basically, no, people are saying that. that the Sonic character made up for the bad human acting. So, yeah. Right. Um, and it's funny you say that because uh, the only thing that would keep Jim Carrey from coming back is he strongly opposed the redesign of Sonic. He thought it looked better with the original version. Really? <laughs> yeah. He said that uh basically people weren't giving it a chance and that once they saw the whole film it would have made sense and it would have it you would have got used to it but i don't know there was those yeah teeth. <laughs> yeah that <laughs> those was realistic not... teeth were rough if yeah. you had to see those realistic teeth the whole movie that would have been painful that was pretty freaking scary dude it, yeah, it was scary know. looking so, Hopefully they can get him back, but I do know he was against the redesign. <laughs> I bet he, I bet he comes back, dude, because he he got a lot of good, a good uh, PR out of that movie at the end of it because people said he did a great job. So yeah, and it's probably the best PR he's got in a long time. Uh, yeah, you know? yeah, that isn't. You he's know. probably been. I think he was blacklisted a little while because of his whole thing with Kickass Two, where he was in there, and then he was like protesting against the movie because he thought it was too violent or something and he thought it had like bad morals when he already you know got his paycheck for making it yeah <laughs> so i think he was i, I think he kind of disappeared after that for a little while but it may have not just been because of that but you know that doesn't get you much good favor <laughs> when you yeah. start you know protesting a film that you're the star of no it doesn't make you look good at all and people are not yeah. going to want to work with you on a regular because of that so yeah, so hopefully he bounces back and hopefully, you know, he can do the sequel. But yeah, I'll let you go. Well, my last piece of news is fucked up. That's all I'm going to say about that. Uh, Ubisoft. Okay. <laughs> Ubisoft has a game that they are basically um, they are rebooting their uh, track mania nations. Now, this is a free game, guys. That's that's freaking cool. This is a free game, but full mm -hmm. access to the track editor, <laughs> which is a major part of track media's appeal, by the way, it is going to cost you $10 per year while full on club access, which includes admission to special racing leagues, skins, and that kind of junk is $30 per year. So yeah, this is a free game guys that you have to pay for over and over and over. 
again. So <laughs> it's pretty understandable. I mean, it's not as bad as that game we covered a couple of weeks ago where it was like, what, a dollar to play a game? Yeah, a dollar for like, what, an hour? <laughs> Some shit yeah, like that? this is still pretty weird. This is dumb, dude. Now, here's the thing. Now, obviously, a lot of people are pissed off about this. A lot of people who are fans of the game, who are looking forward to the reboot, yeah. um, they're kind of pissed off about it. They say they'd rather just pay for the game and own it permanently. They don't believe in subscription-based pricing. Now, remember what I just said there, subscription-based pricing. Well, Ubisoft came back because of, uh, you know, in response to all these complaints they were getting, because, of course, you're going to want to fight this. You're going to want to put out some good PR, etc. So they put a message on Mania Planet forums stating that Trackmania doesn't use subscription pricing at all. Quote, actually, it's not a subscription model, but an access to the game for a limited time. You pay for having access to the game for one period, and that's it. When the time <laughs> the is over, of a subscription. when the time is over, you have to buy the game again <laughs> for the time that you want to access it again. So basically, that's the same thing as EA calling loot boxes <laughs> surprise mechanics. That's exactly what yes. it is. It's a bunch of crap. So that's a good comparison. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So on your $10 tier, by the way, the full editor for this thing is included at no charge. But the only thing is you can only save one track. That's stupid, dude. That is the right. dumbest thing that I've ever heard. So you're paying is for this that, game over and over and over again, but you only get access to one track unless you get the club access. It doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't. So um, if you want my opinion, don't buy this fucking game. <laughs> the thing is, from one angle, it's actually pretty uh cheap in the sense that um a game like Fortnite might have four seasons a year maybe five six seasons a year and you have to spend ten dollars every two to three months to get access to the yeah. battle pass so you might spend 40 to 50 to 60 dollars in a year depending on how many seasons there are um that is more expensive than this game is saying that yes. it is However, the major difference is in Fortnite, you don't ever have to pay money if you yeah. don't care about cosmetics. Yeah. This game is saying that it is hardly a game for free. What is it? You're saying that it's going to be one track? With it says what, the like base nothing? game will be free, but full access to the track editor. That's the major part of the game's appeal is the okay. track editor. So you can play the base game for free. But you want to have any real fun with it? Well, guess what? You got to pay $10 a year. <laughs> now, see, that's what doesn't make sense. It should be $10. Um, no, it should be $20 for the game. And then maybe $30 a year for like a year season pass. And that would make sense. Yes. Yeah, season but passes would make sense. And that's how it should be. But they're what they're doing is this trick scam thing man it's it's a subscription yeah whatever it is the problem is the fact that it's making you do two things if it said that if you buy the 30 dollar um pass you don't have to pay that 10 dollars 
that would be one thing, but it's not saying that. You still have to do both, right? <laughs> because even if you bought the $30 pass that allows you to access tournaments and stuff, you won't no. even be able to do that if you can't access the game. No, so, my understanding from what I read is that it's $10 per year just for the track editor. But club access, which includes everything, including the track editor, is $30 per year. Right. So it's, yeah. So it's saying $40 a year if you want everything. And the free version that they're saying it's base game is free is, you know, a joke. It's yeah. that's the demo version. Yeah, basically. <laughs> People usually call that a demo, <laughs> but they're calling it the free base game. Um, that's crazy that we live in a time where you can sell a demo as yeah. a free game with in-app purchases. That's just, that's really funny. It's totally stupid, dude. It's, <sighs> it's pretty bad. It's not as bad as that other game. I'm not sure if I'm going to see something. I hope we don't see something as bad as that other game. What was it called? I don't even remember. Um, gosh, what I was can't it even called? Remember it was it, bad. Yeah, it was rough. But anyway, um, they probably got a dollar off somebody. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess. Um, are we to our nitty gritty main point? That's it. Yeah, man. That's all the news I got. And you okay. know that's the newest news. So take it, absorb it, breathe it. And we'll be back with a mask. More. Yeah, with yeah. a mask. Breathe it with a mask. This is the newest <laughs> news and Corona free news. <laughs> corona free news. I'm going to have to email Corona back for that sponsorship we almost had. We're going to have to do a um, little song. Our news is Corona free. Eh. <laughs> it ends with a. <coughs> <laughs> Is that too ill-spirited? Yeah, probably. Sorry. I know thousands of people have died. I'm sorry. Jesus Christ. Anyway, (laughs) speaking of insensitive uh, pricks. um, (laughs) Great segue. Yeah, great segue. Um, Let's uh, talk about the title of this episode. Um, Let's talk about what has happened so far and our opinions of the Keemstar versus H3H3 controversy. And I don't really care too much about the quarrel because I feel like I've seen a lot of people talk about that online. If you search anything about these two, or if you follow either one of these two uh, YouTubers slash, you know, just uh, what's the word? Influencer entertainers. Um, If you follow either one, you've probably run across these, uh, this feud that they're having. Oh yeah. It is surprisingly lasted long enough that it's not even over by this episode. I was originally planning on talking about it last week, but it has gone into the next week and it's still not over because there's still updates today. Uh, I don't know if it will end, but I assume it's going to be one of those things that just kind of fizzles out. So, um, so I guess um, I'll let you talk about what actually happened as far as your knowledge. Uh, well, from my understanding, um, the basic. Uh, OK, let's get let's get into some aspect of who we're talking about, though, first. OK, Keemstar. OK, uh, okay, okay. everybody knows him as Daniel Keem. Uh, he's a YouTuber. Uh, he's a streamer. His his um, 
I think the biggest thing that he's known for is for his content uh, on his channel Drama Alert on YouTube. Uh, he's been doing it for, I guess, since uh, 2008, 2009, it's something been a like long that. Time. Um, yeah. You know, and I'm just going to list a couple of the things that this guy is known for doing. These are the controversies, okay? Because both of these people that we're going to be talking about, extremely controversial YouTubers. Um, they have a history of doing it. And uh, quite honestly, I'm going to give my opinion of what's going on at the end of this because it's it's crazy and it's stupid at the same time. But anyway, so uh, – his first appearance on YouTube was in 2009, but he was around before that. Uh, one of the things that he's known for right before that was in 2008, he had an argument with a moderator on a website called battlecam.com. Uh, the moderator was named that's, Alex. That's the thing I was talking about. And he, uh, he yeah. basically, uh, he, Keem was kind of, you know, streaming at that point, but he wasn't YouTube. And I guess, and he encouraged his viewers to type in uh, Alex is a stupid N word in the streams chat. So he's encouraging yeah. people to type <laughs> this in. And then he, then he apologizes for using the racist slur. Okay. So that wasn't just the first thing he did. He's done several things in between 2008 and you know what I'm going to jump to next, but it's some of the bigger things that I picked up. And also, um, you can find all this stuff on the web, let's, dude. Wikipedia. But let's let's don't run away from that BattleNet thing, real. What, what, oh, what's no, it called? No. BattleNet. What is it called? Battle BattleCam.com. BattleCam.com. Yeah. So what BattleCam.com is is it is like Twitch, but for trash talking and roasting. And basically, you do two people on cam, and they just rail into each other, and the whole thing is about slurs and racist stuff and it it's pretty insanely insensitive for today's standards and um it was back then too but i i don't know um let me i'm trying i was trying to save this point to the end but i feel like i have to preface it right now um i feel like keemstar is a product of something that used to exist and i feel like back in the day with like Halo 2, Halo 3 era of gaming, it was not only popular for people to trash talk each other and be severely toxic, but recording it and putting it online was not only entertaining to audiences, but it was like the main source of revenue if you wanted to be in the gaming industry, you know, as an entertainer. So it was encouraged to be toxic. And the fact that, um, basically I, I saw him, I saw Keemstar in an interview on a podcast. Uh, what was it called? I don't want to just say this on the, uh, Misfits podcast. He, um, was talking about the fact that he would have to go to GameStop every day to buy a new Xbox because he kept getting banned from his hardware because of things he would say during streams to random people. And that that was part of his job was since he was getting paid to be an asshole, he would <laughs> have to go to GameStop every day and get a new Xbox because the hardware would be bad. And because um, Microsoft rolled out this thing where if you get flagged enough on a 
Xbox, it's directly related to the hardware. You don't, you can't reset it. Anything like the hardware is actually banned. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so he said that he got tired of doing that. So he um, got on board with this website that was called Battlecam, where mm-hmm. it was basically what he was doing during streams, but just without a video game, where he was just trash talking and insulting people. And I think that's something that we have to really understand about Keemstar is that at his soul, he's just an entertainer who is mainly just trash talking, racist, uh, ununderstanding of anything. <laughs> and that is his source of entertainment. Yeah. And you said earlier that everyone probably knows Keemstar. To be honest, I'm aware of him, but up until we started this podcast, I probably didn't actually know who he was because. Every time I would see him talk about anything, I would just turn it off because it was just not my cup of tea. Cause yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just- exactly. I knew who he was and his his stuff would pop up every once in a while on YouTube. Right. And I just didn't want to watch it, dude. Didn't even want to bother. You know? And what's funny is he has his audience. And oh, I feel yes. like his audience yes. is a little bit older because there was this era where the people that still follow Keemstar, I feel like they're still part of that era of gaming where it's all about trash talking and being toxic and i feel like it's basically i was gonna say i was thinking about this at work today that basically when i was thinking about what to say on the show i was like keemstar is basically as a person exactly the polar opposite of what you want to be as a person as far as your influence in the gaming industry you get what i'm saying yes like you're all about good games good vibes just everybody love everybody and just have a good time. Like if you lose, so what? It's a fucking game. But Keemstar is all about not only, hey, you're trash, but hey, you're trash. I'm going to fuck your mom and kill your brother. <laughs> and it's just this whole other thing. And I don't know. It's really weird to realize that you grew up through that, but you matured as a person and you've moved on. But yeah. then there's all this there's this whole group of people that just never grew up. And I think Keemstar's the king and the I think he's the person that I think he speaks for them. And I think that's why his supporters have not left him is I think that there's a large group of people that just don't want to grow up. <laughs> but I'll let you go on with the controversies. I just wanted to make sure that it was obvious what not only what battle cam was, yeah. because like you might have never heard of it. To be honest, I'd never even heard of it. Um, you, what battle cam was and why he would be affiliated with it is it yeah. is exactly his cup of tea. Because if you're given the opportunity to say racial slurs and trash and just people. be yeah and trash people and get paid for it, like that is that is absolutely. I mean, we're right talking up his about alley. a guy who has five point <laughs> five million subscribers. Okay, over 1.2 billion views. I mean, that's pretty freaking huge, dude. He's probably got more than that by now. And I mean, it's it's pretty big. It's pretty big. Yeah, and and I'm saying that I think it still is a pretty big uh, section of the gaming community is still eye to eye with him on. That's what gaming is all about is trash talking and taking names and there's this other community that we kind of adopted into or adopted people into where we're more about community and, you know, just loving one another and just having a good time. And 
And we I still think it's do really a little bit of trash talking too, but it's just not, it's not mean spirited, which a lot of this seems like sometimes, you know? Yeah, it's 100% mean spirited. Um, the man doesn't really have a soul. If you've ever seen him talk, um, he, <laughs> what's really funny is it, if you watch that um, interview he did on the Misfits podcast, like back, it's a long time ago, I think. Um, when he did that interview, he spoke about how when Microsoft started, you know, actually like banning accounts because of things they said in chat and stuff. And when they were monitoring people, he said that Microsoft decided to ruin gaming. And I think that's such a like ridiculously naive point of view of like what like being human is. <laughs> so yeah, it's interesting. I know a lot of people still probably don't think he's that bad of a dude. Um, I think there's people that line up with his humor more, but I do. I am very surprised that I'm very surprised that he still exists. And I guess the question that I wanted to bring up uh, later, you can go ahead and like summarize what has all happened. Uh, but the question that I wanted to ask you, maybe you can answer after, is that like, will he ever go away? Or is he here to stay? Like, will he always be the face or the voice of that type of individual? Or, you know, is there is there an end to his lifespan? Because I don't think he's going to get canceled. Like it's the next Rush that, Limbaugh or something, you know? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is he gonna is he gonna stay around because that's just his thing? And everyone, know, I've heard a lot of people say this that everybody already knew he was like he is. Everyone has yeah. accepted that this isn't news to anyone. Um, it's just made news because of how big H3H3 is. Yes. And it's suddenly a big feud because someone that's arguably as big or larger than him decided to pick a fight with him. Oh, H3H3 is, is larger than Keemstar. Yes. As far as subscribers go, but maybe not like active views because he posts videos every day, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But I mean, uh, H3H3 is a completely different animal, too. Um, they do a lot of skits. Him and his wife work together. And it's, yeah, it's a lot different. Um, so I think that the the viewership would actually be, yeah, it would be interesting to see what that is, you know? Yeah. But go ahead and go ahead and let the people know what actually happened. <laughs> uh, well, you basically, through it, uh, yeah, there's was. a couple other things that he did, you know. Um, in 2016, okay, here's just another thing, all right. Um, Total Biscuit. This is a YouTuber from Brit uh, uh, Great Britain. Um, he was yeah. he was diagnosed with terminal cancer. And so this this dickhead posted a tweet directed at Total Biscuit saying that he couldn't wait to report on his death. And then he apologized for the tweet, okay? So, and, and there's a lot of other stuff that this guy goes through, you know, um, making uh basically making comments about women's bodies comparing them to youtubers that had eating disorders uh you know um a lot of people coming out after etika committed suicide saying that it was you or keem's fault for egging him on you know and then there's a lot of conflict yeah. in that as far as were they really friends or were they not you know what i mean so <laughs> it, 
guarantee you they were not. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's it's just odd. You know, he's been sued back in March of this year. As a matter of fact, a tattoo artist named uh, Romeo Lacoste sued him for three point five million dollars for unjusted unjustified accusations of inappropriate conversations with a minor. So basically, Keem came out and said that this guy was talking to a little kid. Uh, in a nasty way or something. And so this guy sued him for $3.5 million saying that he, he, you know, is making unjustified accusations. So uh, then uh, Ethan Klein, H3H3, basically he released this video back in May uh, talking about all the various problems with Keemstar. Yeah. Let me preface why he did that though. So, There was some random guy that I've never heard of on YouTube that decided to, out of nowhere, um, basically start a fight with Ethan from H3H3 and say that he was a hypocrite and say that he basically stole a bunch of fundraising money. And then he ended the video by telling everyone where he lived. (laughs) So... Then H3H3s post a video where they're like, wow, we uh, went through all this work to not let people know where we lived because we kept getting, you know, swatted. But this guy who has misinformation decides to release our home address. So done story because right after H3H3 posts that response, that other guy responds and says, oh, you know, sorry, I had misinformation, didn't mean to do that. You know, I I was wrong, you know, so end of story. But then after the story was already ended, after the the fight was already over, Keemstar decides to release a video where he calls Ethan a liar and that everything he was saying was a lie with absolutely no proof. And (laughs) then we are where you are, where they release this ridiculously long video with about everything that they could pull up about Keemstar. Yeah. Which ended up with uh, Keemstar losing his sponsorship deal with G fuel. I mean, which is a story in itself. (laughs) Yeah. Which is definitely a story in itself because uh, Keemstar wants to, he, he wanted to tell people that he, he walked away from, uh, he walked away from his G fuel deal after yeah. um uh <laughs> realizing that G Fuel was getting uh tons of uh uh complaints from viewers. <laughs> I wonder when he realized that. Was that when G Fuel contacted him about it? Oh probably. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's just well, he released that response to the H3H3 video and he said that he walked away from G Fuel. And immediately I'm just laughing. Yeah, it's a video when I'm called Content it, Nuke. Yeah, it's a video right. called Content Nuke. And when when uh, Keemstar responds to it, to him saying that that he just walked away, I'm just like, there's no way in hell you just walked away from a sponsor like that. Like, he, like, lives and breathes G Fuel. Everything he has is, like, G Fuel splattered all over it. Yep. Um, he, he, like, even plugged G Fuel on uh, H3H3's podcast when he was on it about two and a half years ago. Like out of nowhere. <laughs> so this man is like the walking image of G Fuel. And oh, yeah. I, I, let, let me say this. Um, I am a little bit biased because, as I said before, I, um, I didn't really care for Keemstar as a human being at any point in his career. And I have, I've been a decent 
follower and fan of H3H3's content. I really like their stuff. I do agree that Ethan has said some really shitty things on their podcast before, but that's because they don't edit that shit. If you ever listen to their podcast, there is so much dead space. Uh, That is a 100% unedited podcast where they will look up things online and there will be five or 10 seconds of dead space of them just searching things online. So yeah. Although I do agree that he does say some fucked up shit sometimes, I do realize that it's like 100% unedited. So, I mean, when you have like hundreds of episodes, like you'll say shit sometimes. Oh, yeah, but absolutely. That doesn't that doesn't justify it. You know, I'm going to try to be as neutral as I can about this. Um, I do realize that at the end of the day, it is really petty. I do believe that. I think when Keemstar responded the first time it should have been the end of it yeah because everyone in their right mind uh saw how weak that video is keemstar's first video that's a response to h3h3's content nuke oh yeah is so weak because every point he brings up proves that he didn't watch the video he says a lot of things that are what he assumed the video had in it it's like he skimmed through it yeah um (laughs) exactly in addition to that he has the line about leaving g fuel which no one in their right mind would believe so it should have just of ended course not. there. They dropped his ass, dude. They dropped right. his ass. You walked away from G Fuel. Shut up, dude. No, you didn't. Yeah, you're- I believe even before that video posted, um, he was already removed from the website and all that stuff, like really quickly. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> like he had oh, yeah. a bunch of pictures on it and they just immediately took it all off. Yep. So I don't know. Um I just wanted to say that that I am slightly kind of biased to it because I do actually like one's content and I don't care for the others at all. But what were you talking about before I interrupted you? Oh, you were going through the videos. Right, right, right. Yeah, well, no, no, no. What I was talking about uh, is one of the funny points that I found uh, that I, uh, you know, this is what I've gleaned from it, okay? Because uh, it's all about, uh, you know, uh, H3H3 made this video. Okay. Keemstar responds. H3H3 doubles down. He comes back. Okay. Keemstar responds again. So it's this back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And reportedly, not just, not just, uh, uh, Keemstar losing his G Fuel deal, but it's reported and rumored that H3H3 Klein may have lost his, uh, uh, Old Spice deal. So there's a possibility. I'm guessing is, a podcast deal because I've never yeah. seen one on a video. And, and yeah. here's the thing is that it's because of this back and forth. Well, what I'm noticing and what I'm seeing is because we're looking at, you know, videos going back and forth, telling each other this, 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 okay, whatever. Then they come back and they start talking shit about this person and making allegations. So it's almost like, okay, a uh, client comes out with this video. Keemstar comes back and says, well, yeah, but he did this and he did this. Now, let me tell you why yeah. I did what I did. And then H3H3 comes back and says, well, yeah, but he did this and he did this. So let me tell you why I did what I did. And then Keemstar comes back and says, well, yeah, but he did this. So it's this back and forth about, okay, the it's these two little fucking kids that are going back and forth at each other saying, right. oh, but he did this. <laughs> So that justifies what I did and he did this, but that just, no, neither. It doesn't justify shit. You know, what it sounds like to me is that, okay, Klein, you know, has a lot of followers also, but it sounds like to me, it's, it's two asshole blowhards 
that are just making each other famous off of stupid yeah. shit that they both know they've done. This, the funniest part is they're both already famous, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if well, anything, they're just hurting each other. Keemstar's um, not going to, he's not going to ruin nothing. He's not going to lose any money. This guy makes over $2.5 million off of his YouTube videos. That's where most of his yeah. income is coming from. But here's an interesting fact that I found out, and this is from a G Fuel blog, Okay. He also earns money mm-hmm. by charging his fans $20 to become a blog TV chat moderator or else part of his friends list. 20 bucks he <laughs> charges people. That's like saying, hey, uh, you Is know, that a subscription? Hey, I'm uh, to, that's to become a blog TV. Oh, it's probably is a subscription. You probably pay that it's shit probably every year. Patreon. Do you want to be my friend? It's $20 a year. So. That's what, you know, it it disgusts me on another level that it's kind of like that. It's like going up and seeing one of your favorite actors and this guy's your hero, you know, and you love all his movies. But, hey, can I get a picture? Yeah, it's going to be twenty five dollars. That's really funny. Well, I'm going to stand across the street and take a fucking picture of you, dude. I don't need to be in it because I'm going to say, hey, guess what asshole I saw walking across the street? A dude that tried to charge me twenty five bucks for what I did for free. So it's just it's just stupid, man. I mean, this guy's going to make money regardless. Uh, H3H3 Klein, he's going to be making money regardless. And and unfortunately, it seems like this back and forth is it's almost orchestrated to a point where both of these guys are getting uh, popular and they're getting more attention because of this stuff. Okay, Mm -hmm. And so all we're doing by watching it and uh, contributing to it, honestly, it, all we're doing is we're making stupid people famous because this has gone yeah. so far to where Keemstar has actually challenged Ethan Klein to a boxing match. <laughs> what the fuck? Well, the what thing is, is, once you once you do that, it is one hundred percent just entertainment. That's and there all it are is. a lot of people. There's a lot of people who it's not even a crazy conspiracy to think that you know they're they're in cahoots on this to get some clicks. Not at all, but. Yeah, it's it's not even that crazy to think that. Um, now, I will have to say though, it, it, I I know I, I still have a biased opinion, but when <laughs> when you look at it from both points of view on what happened, if you watch all the videos of them responding to each other, uh-huh. it's still hard to sympathize with Keemstar. It he, is. It is. What he does is so obviously heartless. You can tell it's not an act. There's some things he does where you're just like. This guy doesn't get it. I think the most offensive thing that he has in his character is that he 100%, we haven't talked about this, he 100% believes that mental illness is fake. Yeah, he He has multiple times said that mental illness is a weakness. He has told multiple mentally ill people to just like, you know, get get good, basically. He's told people to drink a couple beers if they have mental illness and get over it. It's just crazy. Um... He's told people that are mentally ill to, like, uh, for example, um, Etika, which I, I do feel bad about bringing him into this um, because, you know, rest in peace. But, for example, yeah. with that one, he he's told him that if life is, you know, a construct, if life doesn't exist to just, you know, get on a bridge and jump or something, you know. Um, which is what ended up happening, <laughs> which is really bad for Keemstar, um, that he actually did jump off a bridge. Um, so it, it's just crazy to think that Keemstar has not gotten more negative attention than he already has, 
But at the same time, it's his whole shtick, you know? And I really believe that if he's going to be a a walking, you know, embodiment of asshole, um, I think that people just need to stop taking him seriously because number one, the biggest thing that people get infused with him about is acting like he's a reputable source. He is 100% of the time when he reports news has reported rumors acting like it has any type of proof behind it. Um, which is what's making me laugh when I looked up his Patreon. I know all Patreons say support so-and-so is creating whatever. His is is creating news, which made me chuckle because I know that he like creates, you know, news and acts like it's news. So it is funny because he does create news. <laughs> but um yeah, it's it's crazy to see these videos. It's it's pretty much a waste of time. They're not as entertaining as they are just time-consuming. Uh, if you are interested and want to know how shitty Keemstar is as a person, you can watch some of these. But if you watch Keemstar's side where he points fingers at Ethan, it's basically a bunch of Keemstar getting off point. Yeah. You know, like, because we is. are not guilty of that. But it's it a bunch of Keemstar getting off point, uh, talking about things that don't matter, bringing up things that are clearly jokes. Um I don't know. I feel like Keemstar has like no team behind him. And that's not true. I'm sorry. Keemstar has a team behind him, but he doesn't listen to them. He has absolutely no PR department. I'm sure Ethan doesn't either, though. Um, I don't know. It's, it's ridiculous to think about. It's really petty. And I don't think it's one of those things where in hindsight, after I've like watched all the videos, I feel like I've wasted my life. <laughs> So I do not suggest to watch them, but if you're curious, you know, go ahead. If you got, if you got a lot of time in quarantine, go ahead, you know? Yeah. But I don't know. What's your final opinion? opinion? Did you have more points to bring up? Um, You know, the guy just, it's, it's, there's a lot of stuff that this guy has been involved in a lot of controversy about it. You know, you, I just, you know, I think you're right about the fact that he considers it entertainment and that's what he makes his money off of is being an ass, you know? And, uh, it's just, um, I don't know, man. It's just so absolutely ridiculous. You know, it's just, I just don't even know know what else to say about it. I mean, you've got two guys that have, you know, about 12 million subscribers between them both. Okay, and it it seems a little it seems to me like it's choreographed. And at the same time, it's like kind of like what you said, where you we think that his his viewers, his viewership, Keemstars are an older group of people that are more set in their ways. And that's their mentality of what they believe. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's that's basically what he says is is basically what they want to say, but he's the one that says it out loud. So that's why they all watch him so much. Um, I think it's yeah. funny too. I'm reading I'm reading this story right now, looking at this story about Keemstar and uh, H3H3, and <laughs> right next to his picture is a advertisement for G Fuel. So um it's really funny. <laughs> it's absolutely hilarious. <laughs> But yeah, it really is like, I mean, we work in retail. So like in retail, I've had people come in and make comments like, like older, older people, like people over 60 or 70 
Um, and they say things like, they say things that are like blatantly racist, like yeah. things like they need to find some bricks so that they can redo their porch or something, but they can't find any good Mexicans. And you're just like, wow, you think that's okay to say? <laughs> and you're just like, you're just like, wow, like that's, that's just something that is okay with you. And you're just like smiling, like, okay. And you like, let it absorb in. But like, to me, that's exactly how Keemstar sounds to me. It sounds like something from like 2006, which may not be a long time ago for some people, but it sounds like something from like 2006 where it's just like, I, I can't believe that this type of person can still exist. But the thing is, there are people that never will grow up. There's people that will never well, yeah. improve their more their uh, morality. Well, listen, and think, think about this. Okay, this right here, this is one of the things that he's done that basically tells me <laughs> what kind of a person that he is. Okay, because back in 2016, he made a video. Okay, talking, uh, making unfounded. Okay, unfounded allegations, serious allegations about another streamer. Uh, RS Glory and Gold, okay, is right. the streamer. All right. Um, the video was deleted, okay, because he made a mistake, right? But the problem mm -hmm. was is that the streamer still gets harassed about the incident. He still gets crap about it, okay? That's the guy he called a pedophile, right? I believe so, yes. Okay. Right, he still he gets crap he about like it. a guy that so, was in prison. The guy should be allowed to come out and say, look, you know, I'm still getting crap about it, whatever. Well, there's a video, there's a clip where Keemstar basically tells this guy, <laughs> fuck off after he commented on the harassment he gets because <laughs> of this. So he doesn't give a shit about the mistakes that he makes. He doesn't <laughs> no, care. He put, up, he put about, up his disclaimers in that video. He says, I really want to say fuck off or something like he basically says. I'm not saying it, but I am saying it. It's really painful to watch. It's so stupid, dude. It's so, it's so stupid. But he actually believes that what he's doing is right. That's the crazy part. You know, I yeah. mean, how could you look at it? And he doesn't surround it? himself with yes men either. I've seen there's yeah. videos of his team basically telling him that he does not understand people or that he does not understand mental illness. And he'll just start ranting about how it's fake. And they're just like, yeah, we know you don't understand this, but you're going to have to get on board. <laughs> just crazy, I don't know. dude. If you're that lost on what mental illness is, it really Maybe makes you me have question a mental his illness. Own. That's what I'm saying. I feel like the people that don't believe in mental illness usually are the people that are unaware how their mind's even working. Well, they say and, crazy people don't think they're crazy. Right. Because, like, I, man, we talked about this a year ago with the etiquette yeah. stuff. Like, I've grown up with people that have had serious issues. Oh, yeah. And it's a it's a pain to watch. And because uh, it's an equal amount of you feeling sorry while you're fighting with them to give a shit because they don't want to care about themselves, you know, and that's what's painful. And in yeah. a way, Keemstar is like, it feels like a very a very not as intense version of that. Cause I just can't believe that he really doesn't think it exists. Yeah. You can go look at videos of him saying it. He adamantly doesn't believe in mental illness. <laughs> he thinks it's a fake, um, diagnosis that weak people use to basically not do anything. It's just crazy. Yeah, he really does. 
He really does. It, he, I'm not he, even summing it up. It's what he literally says. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and my thing is too, that, and, and here's, here's my suggestion to everybody about this guy. Okay. Why are you rewarding bad behavior, man? Why are you, you know, with everything that this brings me to another subject. Okay. Cause with everything that we've got going on, man, in the world right now, with people being pissed off at each other with, with, you know, uh, protests up the wazoo with businesses being shut down early because people are scared. You know, it's yeah. why, why do this kind of thing to cause these kind of problems? Because that's exactly what he's doing. This is the type of person that causes the, the, the level of anxiety over a subject or rage over a subject to get so freaking high that people do stupid shit. Whether it's they hurt themselves, yeah. whether it's they swat other YouTubers or, uh, you know, uh, uh, threaten them or whatever it is, or try to ruin their careers. And see, that's all I end up seeing out of this. That's all that I end up seeing out of this is it's nothing healthy. There's nothing healthy to it. Um, it, it may be healthy to his bank account, but that's really all it is, man. That's really all yeah. it is. And then it's time when all this shit is going on. Why keep contributing to it? And why keep giving him the pleasure of living this life of, of luxury that he's living by being a pig <laughs> and a dick by rewarding bad behavior and watching it? Why do you watch it? Why do people watch this guy? That's what I don't understand. So why are we yeah, letting I him? Ask the same questions. Well, but it's like you said, he has his he has his uh, audience, you know, some of which I'm pretty sure are probably hunting me down at this minute. But it's just, yeah. it's and it's, the thing is, I don't, it's I don't so have stupid. problems with his content as much as I have problems with people taking him seriously, because if yeah, what he says and how he acts and how he treats people is an act. If it's a character, if he's being entertaining and being a dick to make people who are also dicks laugh at other people's misfortune, then that's okay-ish in my mind. What I have more problems with is people acting like he's a reputable opinion. Yeah. Know? Not only much less a reputable source of news, but a reputable opinion. Like he, the things he says, like if people are like actually hurt by what he says, that means they give a shit about his opinion. And I can't imagine why anyone would give a shit about his opinion. It's one of the reasons that Etika had such a problem with Keemstar and was always fighting with him is because he took what Keemstar said personally, it's because he looked up to Keemstar and he thought that Keemstar's opinion on things, including himself, was viable. And it's just not. And I think that's what's the most damaging thing about Keemstar is that people act like he's anything. I don't mind if he gets millions of views on something where he's being an idiot, as long as people understand he's an idiot. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I get totally what you're saying. As long as, totally as, long what as you're they, saying. As long as they know that what they're watching is fake. And the thing but, is, it's not, though. <laughs> but he has some sort of responsibility here, though. What he needs to understand is that there are people that put weight to Take what he seriously. says. Yeah. Yes. And I mean, I don't I wasn't in Etika's head. You know, I can't say whether or not what Keemstar said and did affected uh, Etika's decision. Um you know, I right. hope, I hope that it didn't. I really do. But he has to understand as an entertainer, as a 
uh, public figure, which he basically is at this point, that he has a sense, you know, some sort of responsibility, man, that, you know, sometimes what you say can be taken too far and people believe it about themselves after, you know, let's take this for instance, okay, after almost 20 years as a debt collector. Okay. And yes, that's what I did for a job. And why did I do it for a job? Because I know some people are going to say, oh, you know, bill collectors are bastards. And you're right. A lot of them are bastards. But the thing is, is that you do what you got to do to take care of your family. So I had a job. I had a full-time job and I took care of my family. Yeah. And that was the bottom line. But I got burnt out because even though I tried to be as nice as I possibly could, you know, I was polite, sir, ma'am, blah, blah, blah. And one of the things that I took pride in was trying to help people figure out how to take care of the business. Okay. But you still get called every name in the book. And after almost 20 years, you start believing it. So my point is when people say things about you and they say them enough. And when Keemstar is saying things about people and he's saying them all the time, people start believing that shit about themselves. And whether he wants to believe it's a weakness because they have a mental issue or a mental disorder or a mental disease that causes them to believe this more than other people. Right. He still holds some responsibility for what their actions are because of that. He really does. <laughs> but you couldn't convince him that because he doesn't no, believe you it can't. exists. You can't. <laughs> you can't. And yeah. That's, I, that's the sad part, man. I hope this guy's eyes open up and I hope he changes his ways because... I would hate to see somebody else get hurt based on his words or his actions. I wonder if he's ever seen a therapist or anything. Like, I, I wonder know, what a physician would say to him. It but, doesn't um, hurt to talk to people, Keem. It doesn't hurt. Yeah, it doesn't. Um, at Give the same shot, time, man. Yeah, that's the thing is, I think a fan of Keemstar will assume that this entire talk is just, you know, ranting on him. And not Ethan Klein. Oh, yeah, Klein. obviously. But, but at the same time, I am trying my best. It's hard, but I'm trying my best to see it from his point of view where he is. he thinks that he's, that what he's saying, someone has to say, you know? And it's just one of those things where I was talking about how people from a different time will never grow up sometimes. And I'm just laughing to myself while you were talking earlier because I'm picturing Keemstar in a nursing home with his G fuel, just telling everyone that he's going to go fuck their mom, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that image as funny as I think that is, is probably not too far off from what it's going to be because he, he just does not look like a person that has changed any since he was like 16 years old. And yeah. it's almost like one of those kids who, who gets so worked up and so into a rage <laughs> where he does what he thinks before he thinks about it. And then when he realizes that he fucked up, he's like, oh, sorry. Right. But it doesn't he, always he, take if, it back. If you've seen him in a laid back personality, if you've seen him in interviews, he has a decent, friendly personality that is like a bro when he's talking to people that agree with everything that he says. Yeah. <laughs> when yeah. he has any type of pushback, then he gets hostile. But as far as people that agree with him, like if he has yes men, they, uh, he gets along with them and he seems like a nice guy. So there's, there is a side where if you didn't know certain things he said or did, you would wonder why in the world we're even talking shit about him. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I don't know. 
I guess I guess what I'm saying is the only reason some people may wonder why we're even talking about this. Uh, Keemstar used to stream video games <laughs> back in the day. Yeah. He used to stream Halo, yeah. and he made a name for himself and had a YouTube career uh, by trash talking people on Halo. And uh, apparently, he had bought Xboxes every day. Um, and it's the newest <laughs> so, news, bitch. So just listen right, to the it. Newest news. So this. <laughs> Yeah, this is news from a week and a half ago, but it's still going on. So it is yeah. current. It's not just new, it's current. Look this at that. This is the newest news to, from the old news. <laughs> yeah. Some of the things we're saying are probably know. newer than know. things we were saying earlier in the program, you know. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, that's all I have to say about GameStar because yeah. I, I don't care that much about it. Um, I do believe that it just needs to end. Like it's gone on long enough. All I want to say is, dude, Keem, Keem, good games and good vibes, bro. <laughs> have some good vibes, man. That's all we dude, have to do. Dude, what would you do if he attacked you? That'd be like crazy. Oh, dude, I'd be like, oh my god, I just got attacked by Keem. And I'd probably squeal like a little girl, run around the room, <laughs> pinch my nipples. I don't know. It'd be something yeah. crazy. But I, I probably honestly, dude, I wouldn't give two fucking shits. It, this is me giving a Hershey squirt. Are you ready? Listen. That is nothing. Nothing. My God. So I don't care. Attack me, bro. Come at me. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Well, <laughs> thanks for tuning in, everyone. Um, sorry if you didn't want to hear this rant about Keemstar, but I feel like you were pretty well warned because I'm going to make it pretty obvious that that's what the episode's about. Um and uh, besides staying girthy, remember that it's not the news, news and gaming. Unless it's new to us. Bish. Quote, actually, it's not a subscription model, but an access to the game for a limited time.